My guest today is Kristen Crockett, a coach, consultant, and founder of Courageous Destiny. Her leadership legacy is supporting individuals to create their courageous destiny, a life that they love, and that includes work they love. I'm glad you're listening to learn how you can start creating your courageous destiny. Welcome to the Courage of a Leader podcast. This is where you hear real life stories of top leaders achieving extraordinary results. And you get practical advice and techniques you can immediately apply for your own success. This is where you will get inspired and take bold, courageous action. I'm so glad you can join us. I'm your host, Amy Riley. Now, are you ready to step into the full power of your leadership and achieve the results you care about most? Let's ignite the courage of a leader. Kristen, I know one of the things that you say to those that you work with is, I dare you to live your courageous destiny. And dare is an acronym. Design, align action, refine, expand. Yes. Of course, it all starts with design. And that's what we're focusing in on in this conversation. You let others know that they can design a business and life they love. How did you come to believe that, Kristen? I'm so honored, first of all, to be on your podcast. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) 10 years ago, I hired my first coach Okay, and I really worked through raising my self-worth and I worked through realizing that there's so many things in my mind that were limiting me from living the life that I wanted to live. My triplets were five years old at the time. They, that was my life taking that, you know, working full time in corporate America, taking them to daycare. And then maybe you'd have an hour, you know, where I'd actually be able to spend time with them. And it was so wearing on me. It was just constant movement. And I didn't even know who I was anymore. Mm. Yep. And, you know, my health had taken a, a big downward spiral as well. And so when I hired my first coach, you know, in the first three months that I worked with them, it had really shown me that I could recreate and design my mindset. Mm. And by doing that, I would get way different results. Uh And I realized the only reason why I didn't think I'd be able to have an amazing life or not, not that I didn't think I'd be able to have an amazing life, but I wouldn't be able to spend time with my kids was because I had all these have tos that I had to do. You know, I had to work and have stability and all of those kinds of things. And there was no other options for me, Yeah. you know, even though I was brilliant at my trade and what I did. So, you know, that, that to me was how I, I got started. It was realizing that I had all these limits in my mind and by relieving myself of those limits that I would be able to design a business and life I love. And when I had tripled my sales and I had lost my first 30 pounds in the first three months, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help people do this. 
And I'm going to start designing my own life. I love it, Kristen. So yeah. you believe it because you lived it. And Absolutely. Also, I also love that you went to beliefs. Mm-hmm. We all might know the phrase, it's from Peter Drucker, that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to make famous the quote, belief eats behavior for breakfast. Yes. Right? yes. right? Because if we have the belief that there's all these have tos in our life, or we have the belief that I, I only get one hour to spend with my children, right? Then we're not going to take behaviors that could lead to results like a, a life and work that we love if we don't think it's possible. So change really starts at that belief level. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had no idea that there would be a world where I could write my own schedule, mm -hmm. that I wouldn't work for somebody else, um, that I wouldn't be fighting just to get more vacation time through seniority at a company. Yeah. You know, I had no idea that that could happen. And so when I started seeing the limits that I had in my body, right, and in my health and wellness, mm -hmm. I started realizing like, you know, what else other limits have I put on myself that have kept me from taking action? Love that inquiry. And what kind of example, you know, another question that I was really coached to ask myself was what kind of, what kind of example do I want to be for my kids? And what kind of life do I want my kids to have? And it was with that in mind, I started to really think that if I were just to get my beliefs in alignment with the things that I actually really wanted, then I would start taking different actions and my behaviors would follow yep. and I would get way different results. And I could have that, that life and the business that I wanted. Yeah. No area left behind, I like to say. No area of life left behind. <laughs> All right, Kristen, I know we are going to get into how do we do this? How do we yes. design a life and a business that we love? First, I want to let listeners know a little bit more about you. Kristen Crockett's story began in corporate sales. She's already shared with us where she became one of the top level female sales executives earning a very nice six-figure paycheck. She loved selling products and services that she believed in 100%. Then one day, like many women in corporate, everything changed when she became a mother. And of course, Kristen's already shared not to just one baby, but she was blessed with the triplet babies. Then after being told she would not be able to take her daughter to the doctor because she was out of personal time, Kristen hired her first coach to work on her health and wealth. After experiencing courageous results, 85 pound weight loss and tripling her sales, she decided to begin her courageous destiny and become a coach and consultant herself to help others achieve success, flexibility, and fulfillment. So Kristen is the founder and visionary of Courageous Destiny and the founder of the Courageous Destiny podcast. Her mission is to help over 10,000 women to discover their courageous self and purpose in life and increase wealth and health through her program, Courageous Destiny, Build a Business and Life You Love. 
Thank you, Kristen, for being here to share some of your experience and expertise with us all. My honor. I'm so excited. So I love I love I love this conversation. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. So we know it starts with belief. Right? Mm -hmm. So if we are interested in designing a life and a business that we love, how do we do that, Kristen? Well, the first, I really believe that the first step, and I ask this at my events many times, is how many people out there know what they want? Mm. And, and, and everybody, you know, there's always these buts in the way. Well, I'd love to have a million dollars, but I can't. Or I would, you know, I would love to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, but I don't have the time, you know, so that to be able to realize all of the obstacles that we put in the way of what we want. Yes. And to start to, you, you have to be able to have some kind of a target when you're building a courageous destiny to be able to identify what you want and then to realize how many obstacles get in our way and how to move them aside. Okay. So I love to give people a magic wand and I'm like, I don't want to hear. <laughs> oh. Any butt, right? right. There, if you find a butt, we need to get rid of the butt so we can actually define what you want. Mm. And so that's the first step. Yes, yes. So, do you find, Kristen, that it takes some people a while to get there? I feel like some people's wanters have been shut down. Like our ability to really want, like a two-year-old would want. Right. We've been conditioned as adults that there's these boundaries, but it has to be within this. But you have to make money. But 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 yeah, wanters are shut down for sure. And I I we stop learning. It's like some somewhere along the way when we become adults, we take our imagination and visualizing what kind of amazing results we could have in our life and what we want for our life. There's just so many things that get in the way. And and so we don't even allow ourselves to dream anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And when we don't allow ourselves to dream, we're never going to get there because we're never even admitting what we really want. And then we walk around frustrated and angry and disappointed in our lives because <laughs> we're living this life we don't want. <laughs> right? Like, I can't let myself want that because what if I don't get it? Well, we're deep right. down. We want it somewhere. The shoe's going to drop. The other shoe's going to drop. So why bother? You know, I get that so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I love to to give people permission. Even people who are listening to this podcast, yes. I want to give you permission right now to identify one thing that you want in your life. Because by having that truth and saying, I want that one thing, guess what? It is so much more likely to come into fruition. Love but if if you don't even admit it to yourself, if you don't allow yourself to dream anymore, you just kind of settle for everything. That's a call to action, listeners. Right. Kristen is right. giving you permission to write mm -hmm. down one thing that you want. When they start to identify what they want, yeah. then it's like, okay, well, what actions create what you want? Well, and then when you start understanding, and that's where that align action step comes in, right? When you start really understanding what you want, now you start thinking about the actions and some of those actions are going to be available to you and some of them aren't. Okay. Yeah. And those ones where those actions aren't available is where the limiting beliefs come into play. 
those are the beliefs that stop you. Okay. So you would say so, if, we don't, if we don't see an action, if we don't see a way forward with it, there's a limiting belief that's coming in there. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Yep. So I'm going to use sales as an example. Yeah. Because a lot of people are stopped in sales actions. In order to promote our business or our products or services, we need to be able to share that openly with people and make connection with people. Mm -hmm. But how many times do I coach somebody where they're like, well, I can't call them. I don't want to be a bother. Or it's not right the right time to contact that person. Or, you know, it would be rude for me to just share this product or service with them. I haven't built a relationship first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I always say, if you believe 100% in the products or service that you sell, you're going to be stingy if you're not sharing it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, this is valuable to them. Let them know. It comes, <laughs> and it comes know. back to beliefs again, Kristen. Right. If right. we believe 100% that this is a valuable service or product that we have, like, why mm -hmm. wouldn't you tell people about that? Exactly. Exactly. So part of my, my dare process in the design phase is to get them to design and really build on purpose their belief system Ooh. so that it aligns with what they want. So first you have to know what you want, and then you need to know, you need to design what your thought process is and what your belief system is going to be around that. Because if you start thinking about what you want and you train yourself to start thinking about what you want, you put in your calendar, I mean, you start thinking about what you want, you'll start taking action. It'll just get, it'll just be like annoying, like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. <laughs> I got to take this action. Yes. yes. Can you, can you say a little bit more to bring for, to life for listeners, what the belief system is? I mean, I'm assuming it's acknowledging the things that we want. What else is in a belief system? It's being able to observe and read your own mind to know what's not moving you forward toward that thing that you want. Yeah. And then rewriting it. Okay. So I don't want to be rude. I'm not ready to call that person now. We shift that to, I've got a valuable product to share with this individual. Exactly. Got, okay. Exactly. Exactly. And it's expanding your awareness to know, you know, what moves you forward toward mm -hmm. what you want. And what's moving you the opposite direction? So you've got that discernment. You grow that power of discernment. Mm -hmm. I call it courageous destiny because, you know, we are so ingrained in a, oh, we know it all, right? We've been on this earth so many years. We know what works and we know what doesn't work. And that whole frame of, I know what I'm doing. I know all the answers. Like that whole attitude keeps us stuck and allows, you know, has us stop learning. Yeah. And you know, and so it's courageous to kind of go to the most stubborn person, you know, which is yourself and <laughs> <laughs> redesign your belief system and your thought system. Yeah. Yeah. It does take courage to be honest mm -hmm. with ourselves. Right. And to do the to do the work and to dig in. I mean, some of us would rather not deal with it. 
right? But where do I have empowering beliefs and thoughts? And where do I have those limiting beliefs and thoughts that uh, mm -hmm. you're talking about, Kristen? Yeah, and I love to coach people on how when they find a limiting belief or thought that they can embrace it. Like you're a human being. Yeah. But if it's limiting you and if it's stopping you from designing your courageous destiny, then is there a way or a strategy that we can create to work around it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's so important to be able to be able to observe the mind to know what's moving you forward to mo know what's moving you away mm -hmm. and then to be able to redesign and and to be able to come and accept that you have these limiting thoughts and beliefs mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's an acceptance you know so part i have these journeys called courageous destiny success journeys yes and I'm up to, I'm up to about 50 of them now. <laughs> oh, wow, Kristen. I know, like they keep coming, they keep coming. But in, in, it's the journey of being able to accept what our mind is saying without judging it. Yes. That and not beating so, ourselves up for it. That seems so critical what you're saying right there, Kristen, because when we notice a limiting belief, it's an opportunity not a reason to like get out the big club and like beat ourselves up. But instead, once we're aware of it, then it doesn't have to like unknowingly drive the show anymore. Then we can say, okay, I see you limiting belief. Yeah. Shift that. I don't need to believe that any longer. Yeah. And when I, when I acknowledge I have the belief, I'm, I'm shining a light on it. And then it's not, it doesn't hold the same kind of power. It starts to dissipate almost immediately as soon as I accept it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know, if you know, one of it's it's interesting, but a a rare, very very common limiting belief that people have is I'm lazy. You uh -huh. know, I'm too lazy to do that thing. I'm too lazy to do that thing. But if they look around their life, I had this one too, and I remember my coach saying to me, "He's like, Kristen, you you're a mom of triplets." You know, and I'm like. Yeah, I guess I'm not really that lazy. <laughs> I guess I'm not laying around all day. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, so, you know, if I wanted to create and design my body and my health the way I wanted to, I was going to stop letting I'm lazy stop me from going and doing my exercising. Yeah. So I think because once I shined a light on it, I'm like, what do I think? I'm lazy. <laughs> no, I'm not lazy. I'm going to go do it. Ah, yes. I'm also saying, seeing that like, maybe we have a limiting belief in one area of our life. Yes. Right. So if I'm not exercising as much as I'd like to, or I think I, I want to, um, then I can think, oh, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. But if we look to other areas of our life and we see I'm raising triplets, right. Or, uh, I'm doing this other thing or like, look, look at what I do inside of my corporate role. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not lazy. Look at other exactly. areas of and, life for different evidence. You know, and a part of the design phase, a very important part of the design phase, as far as courageous destiny goes, because I say build a business in life you love. But it's if you look out at your life, what is that one area that if you had completely different results in that area, it would make everything easier? 
Because if you don't address that area and we just brush it under the rug, but you want to build your business, you know, so many people come to me and like, I want to build my business. I've got to get my business, you know, to a certain level, or I, I'm not going to have enough money to live on my own with my kids. Well, what's going, what else is going on? Well, I'm getting a divorce mm. and my heart is breaking. And there's all the other, all this other stuff going on. And so we, if we don't address any of that and we only work on business, you know, I need to give tools that are going to effectively work for multiple areas of life so that they can let their greatest destiny and their whole life can start to elevate. So I'm hearing take a holistic look and I'm also hearing focus on the aspect or the thing that you want in life. That would be like, I, sometimes I get the linchpin, right? That would rise all Rise all, right. rise all tides, whatever that saying is. Yeah, that would just make everything easier. Yeah, and I love to, to look at it like there's always that one area of life that's like a bucket of cement and your legs in it. So now if that bucket of life it, or that, that, that bucket of cement has your leg in it and you're going and you're trying to create different results or an amazing result in your life, you're going to be dragging that puppy around with you until you deal with it. Yeah. You got to get your leg out of that cement. Yeah. So whatever area of life that keeps your leg in there, we want to work on that. Yes. We don't want to just let it fester, so to speak. Yes. So in case we haven't convinced a listener to do some belief work, can you yes. share with us some examples from your life or your client's life? Like what kinds of shifts are possible? Oh gosh. Yes. You know, I had a client who wanted to sell her business and she, you know, there was so much of other people's opinions that got in her way mm -hmm. and she was just taking on so many other people's opinions. It's like, she didn't give herself the credit that she was amazing and that she could do this and that she, you know, that she didn't necessarily need everybody else's opinion. And when she really stepped into her power, she was able to sell her business to seven times her original offer. So that was a really good one. Down. You know, I've, number. I've coached, um, I've coached several women to lose over a hundred pounds and create a business. Um, one woman came to me wanting to create a business and ended up finding the love of her life. And creating a business, you know, over, over 65 in organizations. So she became a closet organizer. Okay. I was so proud of her becoming an entrepreneur yep. because she loved it. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that I love to have people do is take a look at your life and what do you really love to you? What gives you that all around? Yes. That full body. Yes. When you're doing those things. And those are the things that come naturally to you that you really love to do. Well, let's build a business around that. And that's really exciting. Yeah. You're unique. Or if I'm already mm -hmm. in a business, let me rework my belief process so I'm, I'm, I can fall back in love with what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Kristen, specifically, like we might have some listeners that are team leaders in an organization. And maybe they like most aspects of their work, but maybe there's some things that are not ideal, right? So they might not necessarily want to go and start their own business, 
Uh, what would you recommend for them in terms of designing something that they're going to love? Well, I think that there is different ways to enroll um, leadership and to offload some of those things they really don't love to do, mm. you know, and to be able to streamline and be able to, to, you know, if you're working on your core genius, you're going to be doing amazing, amazing things for your company. Mm -hmm. So if you can work on, you know, if you just see it as a possibility that you don't have to accept those things that keep weighing you down, you know, and you can accept it as a possibility, well, maybe it could be different. You know, I coached a woman to, you know, she didn't think that she would be able to live in Florida, you know, and the, the brick and mortar was in Illinois. Mm. And I said, well, have you ever tried to ask? Have you ever <laughs> tried to, to, you know, set a goal and say, hey, if I achieve this goal and I'm able to truly show my worth, would it be, you know, possible for me to move across country? Mm -hmm. You know, and she achieved those things and she moved across country. So there's different ways and possibilities to reinvent in corporate. Well, and I'm, I'm hearing that there's a big pace that goes back to beliefs, right? Yeah. Accepting that there is a possibility instead of feeling stuck in the circumstances, can you get yourself into more of an exploratory mindset? There might be a way to do this. Could I try this? Could I try that? Well, and that we're worth it. We're worth designing whatever it is we're doing a hundred percent, you know, we don't have to be at the impact of everybody else's decisions. Yeah. You know, we can design our role at any company that we're in and to realize that we're incredibly valuable in the company. Yeah. Like we're incredibly valued to know our value so much that we are in a position that is a right fit for us. Yeah. So important. And if it's not, let's recreate it so that it is. Yeah. Know your value. Uh, Chris yes. and I often call that a leadership legacy, right? This is yes. where our strengths and passions uh, overlap, right? And this unique gift that we can give the world. Um, I'll share a link in the show notes to leadership legacy and some support in determining your leadership legacy. Because when we know that, right, we know you called it a zone of genius, right? We know our zone of genius yes. and anything that's outside of our zone of genius. How can we look at some of the things you already mentioned, Kristen, streamlining? Are there others that can be leveraged? Do we have to do it to the same scope or frequency that we do today, right? Like how do we step back from what doesn't energize us and doesn't have us providing the best value that we could. Exactly. And it takes courage to build our worth and our value enough that we break out of the, you know, the I have to's in corporate, right? In that, in that, like, I have to do things a certain way and nobody will listen to me if I, you know, and the more we break out of that, the more we can really offer to a company, Yes. the more we can really stand in our power and, and truly make a difference and an impact. 
and I think it's anywhere in life too, like yeah. to really step into our worth and in our value as much as possible. Yes. You know, we're going to be, we're going to be bringing that much more impact to the world doing that. Yes. I'm seeing some parallels in how both you and I talk about courage and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, but I'm here with courageous destiny. It's getting so clear about your desire what you want that you you you, you the, that there's momentum created with the courage you're just you're just going for it you've gotten so clear that this is what you're committed to creating in your life that you start continuing yes. taking courageous action towards it i thought about what i wanted so much that i left you know i i wanted to be a coach and i wanted to be a consultant so I, I left to become a coach and consultant, help others really understand how incredibly valuable they are. And when they saw it, they would, they would really start to do that design for their life. Take the time to purposefully and consciously design and create the life that they love. Yes. You know, so that, that was really, you know, I've done that in so many different areas of my life. I wanted to create myself as this coach and consultant, you know, so I did make that leap from corporate America. Mm -hmm. You know, I did, I did, you know, there's so many things that I did to make sure that I could keep doing this over the years. Mm -hmm. And so many times I'm like, well, I didn't quit. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been through divorce, I've been through just all the different situations with the kids and, you know, to be able to be there for them as their mom and truly be able to guide them through these teenage years now has just been such a huge blessing. It's your leadership legacy is supporting yes. others, giving them the tools, the guidance, yes. the example that they need to reach their courageous destiny. Right. And I'll say like once yes. they get so clear about what their leadership legacy is and the value and the purpose that they bring as a leader to every project, relationship, interaction, then we're just, we're, we're called forth to fulfill that. And of course it takes courage again and again. It takes courage and then momentum and action, right? Because <laughs> yeah. once you think about it and you're so clear, then you know what actions to take. Yeah. So many people get stuck on, how do I do this? How do I do that? I'm like, well, we don't know yet, but you got to, if you get clearer and clearer about what you want and what you're courageous destiny or your legacy legacy leadership as it sounds is you're going to then be able to consciously take a look and go well, what are other people who do that what steps do they take what actions do they take mm -hmm. and then now you can start creating momentum yes you can start creating momentum and building it one brick at a time Kristen I'm inspired you have shared so much great stuff with us today uh, listeners giving you all permission to want, what do you yes. want? write down one thing that you want? And then what actions do you start to see as possible taking those right and seeing what obstacles come up, right? And it will probably point you towards some limiting beliefs and begin to create your positive belief system. Look holistically. Right? You might look at all areas of your life. What's the area of life 
where if something was shifted, if you got what you want, it would make every area of your life easier. And know that it takes acceptance and courage along the way. Yes. Thank yes. you for all of this uh, great insight uh, and examples of how um, <laughs> folks, you and others, have designed the business and the life that they love. Thank you for being on the Courage of a Leader yes. podcast, Kristen. Oh, thank you for having me, Amy. It's been so amazing. Thank you for listening to the Courage of a Leader podcast. If you'd like to further explore this episode's topic, please reach out to me through the Courage of a Leader website at www.courageofaleader.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please take the time to leave a review on iTunes. That helps us expand our reach and get more people fully stepping into their leadership potential. Until next time, be bold and be brave because you've got the Courage of a Leader.